I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Spinnerville. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. And Skiff Musara. And we are two Americans living in Sweden talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, man. The Super Bowl is upon us. We are. <laughs> it's know, over, it's man. Over. It's over. Skip knows the results. He's going to tell us. If you stay tuned, you'll get to find out what's going to happen. That's right. In the game. I already know. Um, and that's good. I didn't know you got your hands on the script, but you are in the industry. So that's true. Having access to a script, you know. I may or may not have been contractually acquired to, uh, <laughs> you know, do the final rewrite mm-hmm. of the big game. Um and let's just say that the numbers 28 and 3 factor in quite mm. prominently <laughs> at some point during the game. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, which, actually, you know, it's funny. Technically, we're putting ourselves in legal jeopardy mm-hmm. uh, by just yeah. saying the words super and bowl next to each other. I think mm. it's heavily copywritten. Um, <laughs> the, the, the NFL... Um, this is why, like in America, a lot of times you hear some some outlets like they they never refer to it as a Super Bowl. They they just call it the big game. Ah, oh, I did uh, not know that. And this is because the league is is very uh, <clears throat> protective over the 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 rights to that 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 brand. So that sucks, man. I looked up the word. You know me. I'm I'm a words guy. I like yeah, words. Man. I say words matter. Uh, so if they don't want me to say the words that they don't want me to say. Uh, I basically looked up a bunch of adjectives to the word super, super, mm-hmm. um, that will help us to kind of move beyond this copyright issue. Um, there's a number of words that we can choose from. We could, we could call it the excellent bowl. Um, we could call it the first rate bowl. I like that. First class bowl. First class. The superior bowl. Oh, that's like that jabs them a little bit. That's a little close to super, but it's yeah. not the same word. So legally speaking, we'd be good. The outstanding bowl. That's a good one. Brought to you by the Gap Band. Sure. The <laughs> remarkable bowl. Oh, remarkable. Remarkable. <laughs> that's my vote right now. How about the dazzling bowl? <laughs> no. The marvelous like bowl. The marvelous bowl. The dazzling and marvelous sound like the players would are too homophobic for those. The exquisite bowl. <laughs> Damn, these are getting gay as hell. 
Well, we haven't even gotten to the sublime bowl. That's sublime. <laughs> Might as well call it the bend over bowl. <laughs> I mean, this is great. Looking up, you know, the looking dazzling up, bowl uh, is just fantastic. Busting out the thesaurus for the word super. Uh, oh, if you want to go a little more informal. Okay. You can go with the uh, on fleek bowl. <laughs> It's also here in my dictionary. I feel on like it's it's too it's it's too faddish. And for those of our uh, on fleek was a, is a fad. It was like it's kind of out played out now. For, for those of uh, for all of our our British UK mm. listeners, if we have mm-hmm. any, uh, you could also refer to it as the cracking bowl. The cracking bowl, yeah, people won't like that. Or the smashing bowl. Smashing bowl is nice. Tip top touch. Tip top 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 notch bowl. Top notch bowl. Tip mm. top top notches or that's too much. That's yeah, too much. It's too much a hillbilly, a hillbilly trying to say that shit. The crucial bowl. <laughs> that's funny. Crucial was a slang. That was like nineties. Or actually, super fun fact. Uh, as a synonym, you could call it the super califragilistic expialidocious bowl. <laughs> Apparently, that is a synonym for super. Hmm. Has the word super califragilistic mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember Which that. Which your favorite? Uh, remarkable. Mm. Just remarkable. I like wordplay. Yeah, I see that. The wordplay is up there. I'm kind of leaning superior towards the, is good. I'm kind of leaning towards the exquisite bowl. <laughs> it makes it feel like you need to wear a tie with your pads. <laughs> or an ascot. An ascot, yes. Oh no, where's my ascot? <laughs> Does he have a visor? No, he has a monocle. Player <laughs> <laughs> with a monocle on. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, I'm okay, changing so... this defense. I'm, I'm, I'm audibling with my monocle on. I see the defense is in a cover three. <laughs> so the exquisite, remarkable week has begun. Uh, there's going to be a lot of media coverage. There's going to be a lot of dumb stories coming out. Um, yeah. uh, this, did you know that you, uh, Brock? I don't know if you heard this. Brock Purdy was the last player drafted. <laughs> it's crazy that they. I did it. hear that. They haven't brought I it up. Did hear? That. I did hear that. <laughs> there's that. Um, We're going to hear about that. We're going to hear about. I don't know if you heard, but Kyle Shanahan has been to the Super Bowl twice before. I I knew about the one. Uh, there's I, one I as an sure offensive coordinator, the and there's one right. as a head coach. Has yeah. he ever won? I don't know if he's has he ever won it. No, no. he hasn't won. Has he, he was like ahead at, in both. Oh, so that's a thing. He's yeah. he's known for being ahead and then not being ahead. Yeah, man, he's gonna. Um, which brings mm. me to my first question. Oh yeah, Skip. As a person owning the script, I think it's unfair. But I still have mm. to ask, how will a 49ers loss be Kyle Shanahan's fault? Easy. Uh, you look at the two rosters up and down. Mm-hmm. The 49ers have everything they need to win the Super Bowl. Mm. They have two dynamic receivers. They have one of the best tight ends in the league. They have a quarterback who... I don't give a shit if you think he's a game manager or if you think he's, uh, um, you know, elite. The guy 
knows how to get the play the ball into the hands of the best players on his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got the best running back in the league. They got yeah. a very good defense. They have no reason to lose this game. Yeah, none whatsoever. Like all of this debate about like, well, you know, it could go this way, it could go that way. I, if the 49ers do not win this game, it is a hundred percent Kyle Shanahan's fault. <laughs> And that's just like that's not even my hate. I think it, most people would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, the other side of the ball is obviously you're like, well, you know, the Chiefs, as long as they have Patrick Mahomes, there's always a chance. And I agree with that. Um, but the reality is the 49ers have a better football team. It's true. Period. I think they have a like a much better football, especially on the offensive side of the ball. <clears throat> yeah. But the defense has been faltering a little bit. It's not the yeah. same defense that was under D'Amico Ryan's. They I do agree. have a very experienced head, I mean, defensive coach, but lately, man, teams can, have been um, getting chunk plays on them. <clears throat> yeah, we can um, we can dive into some of that stuff towards the end when we start yeah. to sort of uh, motivate who we think we want to pick to win this game. Yeah. Um, but first, we got a couple of weird stories out here. Um, well, first one's not that weird, but CBS um, will, oddly enough, be rooting for the kicker to hit the upright on Super Bowl Sunday so that they can maximize their new little toy that they came up with this year will be the first time we as an audience will be introduced to the doink cam. Each upright will have three cameras a piece. So they will be able to capture the field goal and the extra points from like completely new and different angles. So they've embedded cameras inside of the uprights. It's just what I wanted, man. I know. I was. This is one. I don't know if people heard our Christmas wish list uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck are they doing, man? They, I don't know. Uh, it's not like this was know. something that just like, man, we need. We can't tell if it was made or not. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I know. Oh man. Um, I think it's kind of funny, especially at a time when kickers are just. Like it just feels like they're trying to phase these guys out of the game, and now we're yeah. sticking <laughs> cameras in the uprights. It's like, what are we it's, doing? So it's in the upright. It's not going to be attached to the upright at all, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay, inside good. of the pipe, almost like the uh, the goalpost thing. Uh huh. I mean, it's the, in uh, the what's it called? The pylon. Exactly. Not have the pylon. Correct. Cam, so it's, it's the inside pylon. of it. <clears throat> you know, somebody mm-hmm. got a raise. Mm. Who had that meeting with the NFL and talked them into spending that money on mm. having these put into the phased in and now talked about mm. the big college teams probably gonna add yeah, they they made their company some money, man. I think they already tested it in the college game, of course. Uh, I, see. I think they tested it in a preseason game as well. Um but yeah. CBS tested it because they Yeah, I think so. It's a CBS thing. Hmm. I think wow. um, I, I like. To be fair, I, I'm down with the pylon cam. I yeah. think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I especially like, like when they run and into they the use pylon. it a lot. They use it a lot because they it, have to see if the guy made the like. It's usable, but it, for the exactly. kick, it's not like we're like, oh, was that kick made or not? I trust the refs to look up and say, no, that was outside. That was. You're 100 percent correct. The pylon cam has become like more than a toy. Like yeah, it's, it's a very actually, important it's instrument. A, it's a tool. Um, Look at the uh, Zay Flowers. Yep, that's true. To find out that, if that's a fumble or not, or so many plays, countless that plays. That was how we. That was how we knew he didn't break the plane. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, 
Man, I, they should have been in the goddamn. This should have been a Ravens Lions game, man. I know. How much fun would it would it be? How much more fun would it be if we we're talking about Ravens versus Lions? Mm, I agree. Um, well, one of the things that we would not have to talk about if it was Ravens Lions uh, was the new uh, Super Bowl conspiracy uh, <laughs> claiming that. Super Bowl Taylor Swift Joe Biden oh my is like some kind of like psyop campaign, according to Fox News and right wing Looney Tunes. Uh, the short version goes a little something like this. Okay, this is fucking due to the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift relationship. The Democrats have entered into a secret agreement to pave the way for the chiefs to participate in the Super Bowl, so that when they win Taylor Swift can go down on the field, kiss her boyfriend. And with all the eyes and the cameras of the world focus on her, she will then express her support and offer her endorsement for the Joe Biden reelection campaign. Some can, can have even, <clears throat> some have even, taken the insanity up another level going all the way back to the beginning, suggesting that the Kelsey Swift relationship has been a fake false flag operation from the beginning. Uh, this is obviously dumb on many levels. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Taylor Swift already endorsed Joe Biden yeah. in the last election. Yeah. So, you know, just because <laughs> endorsing a, a Joe Biden is not the same as like, she's a covert agent. Okay. It's not the same thing. These two are not. They're not, yeah. They're not the same. Okay. Um, and so also, stupid. it's such an elaborate plan to suggest. I mean, you're basically suggesting that there's like a high level of competency from the US government that I'm not sure that they're really capable of. You know what I mean? It's no, like, not. really? They're not this clever, I don't think. Um, I was watching a uh, a stand up special. Uh, shit, I forget the guy's name. Uh, but our our friend Martin told me that he was like, "It's the best stand up special from last year." And some guy that it's just on YouTube. This guy's special. I wish I remembered his name so I could shout him out. But hmm. in the special, he talked about conspiracy theorists and and the <laughs> conspiracy theories and the one that he's talking about, like the nine eleven one. That hmm. they're like, uh, so they come up with this thing that they're gonna do. And they're like, okay, we're going to take down our own twin towers but mm. first mm. we have to leave clues <laughs> <laughs> we need to make it where if you fold a dollar bill it tells people oh, <laughs> it's like it's such a good point like, they're gonna do this and then leave yeah. clues for everybody it's such a, i was like i never heard that before it was hilarious i wish i knew uh, it is the pretty funny name. the funniest that. thing that came out uh around this was I was watching this clip from Fox news. It was hilarious. And they were talking, they were trying, they were literally talking to Taylor Swift on Fox news saying, you shouldn't get involved in this election. It's like, what are you people doing? Um, but like this one guy piped in. Yeah, exactly. But this one guy pipes in and says, Hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't a big deal. Sure. Maybe Taylor Swift's going to vote for Joe Biden, but don't forget the conservatives we got Kid Rock and we got John Voight. So <laughs> I was like, bro, does this guy have any idea that Kid Rock and John Voight does not equal Taylor Swift as far no, as popularity? John um, Voight, man. Oof. I, I liked him in uh, what, Anaconda? <laughs> oh, my God. 
uh, I've seen him. I've loved him for years, like way back. Um, he's been in so many good movies, and he's such a great actor. Yes, you know his daughter um, is uh, Angelina Jolie. I'm sure you I know did that. know that. Yeah. Um, he's so he's such a good actor. It just sucks that he turned out to be such a douchebag of a human yeah, being. Of course. Um, <clears throat> okay, we have one of the weirder non-football, football-adjacent stories that I think we may have ever had Okay. in the history of this podcast. All right. I'm excited. This is going to be better than than uh, your man, former Bulldog. Uh, what's his name? That, that, that carried us through COVID. DeAndre. All, almost. I feel okay. like that one's better because it was like, it was not only directly football related, but it was also like bulldog related. Mm-hmm. So it was like there was a lot of, and, and it just crime. kept. It was the it was the gift that kept giving. Yeah, it felt like every week something weird was happening. It, it involved and crime, it, Madden, yeah. football, Georgia Bulldogs, <laughs> backyard barbecues, barbecues, spades, Miami. It had Miami. Miami. It had like, Georgia. It was, for like, us. <laughs> it was like you and I had literally known each other for two weeks, and all of a sudden yeah. we were gifted. We were gifted oh, this man. insane story. Yeah, so I, right. I just, Nothing could be better. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anything will ever top the DeAndre Baker story. Uh, <laughs> but this one's pretty, pretty close. Okay. So this guy is a Chiefs fan. Mm-hmm. And okay. not the Chiefs fan that robbed banks. Exactly. Not, <laughs> not that one. Not Chiefsaholic. Wow. Right? <clears throat> so this guy, Chiefs fan. Oh, I know this story. Has a watch party at his house. What? Invites some people yeah. over. Yeah. And they watched the game. This was like early in J- early January. So I think yeah. it was, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure it was week 18. So it was our last game of the season, of the regular yeah. season. He invites a group of dudes over. Um, there apparently were some drugs involved. There definitely were drugs involved. Um, and the guy who hosts the party um, apparently passed out and fell asleep, f- according to him, for two whole days. Okay, so that means it's definitely drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and Why can't he say that? Why can't he say, listen, man, I fucking and, did enough drugs. Knock me out for three days. And when he woke up, three of the men who had attended this chief's watch party were found frozen to death in his backyard. Yeah, and buried. I'm just kidding. But frozen to death, yeah. Um, This story is insane. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, so, I mean, obviously the police are, are investigating this whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's the third time it's happened to this guy, by the way. What do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God. I was like, really? <laughs> Three seasons in a row. No. Uh, so he, the, the, the police are investigating this thing, but they, Whatever it is that they know, they're not releasing all the information, but they, I mean, he was detained. He was. That's suspicious. Yeah. But he, um, he has not been charged with murder. Um, so it appears, Hmm. I mean, it appears that everybody just got shit faced and he passed out and maybe, I don't know what these guys did, but. um, They did some drugs that made them disregard the cold. And then they, yeah. The police are saying there's no foul play. Uh, no foul play is suspected. 
thus far in the investigation. And they're even going out of their way to say that this is not being looked into as a homicide, despite some troubling details. It's a dumbicide. It may be. Uh, that's what happened. They got they got messed up, and it's too bad it was cold outside. That's why you got to be from Florida. If you do <laughs> shit like this, you do it in Florida, man. You're not going to freeze to death. You yeah, might and, get bitten by an alligator while you sleep. And then, obviously, a few days later, the toxicology reports came back and uh, indicated that there was cocaine and fentanyl. Oh, well, that's what happened. In their system. Damn. Um, Listen, man, those of you out there listening to this podcast, don't mix coke, fentanyl with anything. Don't mm-mm. take fentanyl. Mm-mm. Is it nil or no? Fentanyl. 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 Don't take fentanyl. Just don't do it. The Whatever the high is, do heroin. I don't know what the... Uh, uh, just do heroin instead. If you're going to mess around with something that's going to be a downer... Do heroin instead of fentanyl. I haven't heard any positive thing about fentanyl. Why are people doing this? Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. It's fentanyl. Fentanyl. What a why. Mm. It's a potent synthetic opioid drug. Like, potent synthetic. Right. But they're never going to, like, you know, take it off the market. Never crosses their mind to take it, you know, this drug that's created by drug companies. Mm. Uh, don't get me started on that shit, man. I mean, this is yeah, exactly. It's a crazy story. Um, and again, you know, here we are twice in one year. We've got some crazy chief story. I mean, chief Saholic, clearly. Mm. I'm curious, like, why somebody should be interviewing him before the big game? See what he's up to. I know he's probably in jail, but yo, I just, I just fentanyl came up and I saw who created fentanyl. This doctor, Paul Jansen, created it in 1959. <clears throat> it's a potent analgesic that is almost, get this, 100 times stronger than morphine. Oh. The, the use of fentanyl as a pain reliever and anesthetic was adopted in the medical setting. So oh. it's an anesthetic knocked these dudes out. Why would you mix oh. that with cocaine? Um, apparently it's cheap. It's not cheaper than baking soda. <laughs> you know it's not cheaper than baking powder. Listen, everybody, don't mix your drugs if you're going to do drugs. If you're going to take the chance on and, and doing drugs, don't mix the shit. That shit is fucked up, dude. Like, I want to. The last time I was home, um, or not the last time, but the two times ago, I went back for a family reunion, mm-hmm. and this dude that was like a friend of the family, he had. He had just died a few months before because he smoked a joint that had fentanyl sprinkled into it. What are they doing? I was Who's getting like, these ideas, man. I was like, I'm not smoking nothing unless I know it's homegrown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you tell your kids about stuff like this? Do you talk to your kids about drugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a, a feeling that your drug talk is different than other drug talks that from other parents. You are correct. What's yours? If you don't mind sharing. I, I, I actually sort of share my own drug history, history with them quite openly. Parents don't do that, right? I never heard um, my parents talking about what they did in the past. I share with them openly. Um, I tell them my personal experiences with different drugs and which ones I liked and which ones I thought were kind of scary and mm. um, which ones that I decided not to fuck with. Um, and I also share with them, you know, the reality of, some 
periods that I went through in my life, especially during my high school years, where uh, where I used a lot of drugs to escape a lot of like emotional shit that I was going through. Um, and yeah, like I think it's I think it's a more powerful message when you're when you're when you're honest about it. Yeah. Um, for them and and I tell them all the time. I'm like, look, you know, I know that there's probably a high probability that you're going to try certain things, um, but I can tell you right now which ones you need to be careful with. And um, I mean, I've I've kind of openly told them like, if you smoke weed, to me that's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, my wife does not like when I say that, uh, mm. so I don't normally say that in front of her. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty straightforward with them about it. And also, you know, I, you know, I, I have a unique background in that. I don't know if I actually don't know if I've ever I've probably mentioned this on this podcast before, but I have two older brothers who passed away by and large because of their drug addiction. So, um, mm. so that's a story that that is is known around my kitchen table. Mm. Um, which I think has pretty big effect on them. I would say, um, it kind of helps them to understand like how I turned out the way that I did, mm. so to speak. Um, but yeah, so it's, I, I, again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see the point in hiding things from my kids right. about that kind of stuff. I mean, there's a time and a place and you kind of have, there are certain things where I, I can say, my kids are are in their late teens now, so mm -hmm. uh, it, you know they're, I, they're, it's it's about timing. Like, when do I think they're ready to hear certain things? Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, I feel like they're ready to hear anything. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I kind of I've enjoyed all the different phases of my kids' lives, but I think this one's my favorite because this is like okay, yeah. I can just be totally straight with you yeah, guys. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah. Yeah, my kids are still pretty young, especially compared to yours. Mm. So, so like, I, my son's getting there. He's not. You know, they're different. It's funny because your kid, obviously, your kids. A lot of times, they, you have two kids, and they wind up you have to be prepared for the fact that they're they come at the world from different angles. Like yeah. Saga definitely tried some things before. You know, maybe earlier than. Uh, or not, or I don't know. At a time, I guess we, you know when she was in her younger teenage years. Mm. Isaac, on the other hand, and I believe him when he says this. He's literally waiting to have his first beer because I told him I wanted to buy him his first beer on his 18th birthday, mm. and he's decided to wait for that. And he's been to parties, and I'm like, did anybody? Did some of your friends drink? And he's like, yep. I'm like, did you? He's like, no. He's like, I, I'm so close to my 18th birthday. I just figured, like, what's the point? I can wait. <laughs> yeah. He's he's that's a weird cool. kid. I'm like, you yeah, definitely, nice I, cool. I was not like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I remember to, my mom pouring me a drink when I was, she thought I was old enough. She, <laughs> she didn't know. She didn't realize that it was 21. <laughs> it's a legal age. Right. So I was 18, and she was just like, he's She in the still thought it was 18. Yeah. I remember my brother, <laughs> the year my brother turned 18, was the year they changed the drinking age to 21. <laughs> he was so pissed. He was so pissed. My mom was, was like, like he's in the military. He can, you know. I thought that was hilarious. He was so angry. Uh, yeah, my like, mom poured me. And 
to make this a little bit blacker story, it was a Hennessy and Coke that she brought. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> she went for it. If this wasn't a black enough, and we we're playing spades. <laughs> Please so, tell me somebody was playing dominoes in the corner. <laughs> in the background, they were playing dominoes downstairs. We were playing spades upstairs, and uh, my mom was talking shit, pouring drinks, and pouring me a Hennessy and Coke, and uh, didn't even think anything of it that uh, I wasn't old enough technically mm. to drink. She was just like, he's a grown man in the military. But I had had alcohol before, but I just remember that first. So I remember how cool that was that I like. I remember having a beer with my dad. I yeah. remember that. So I think it's going to be awesome. Kudos to Isak. Um, yeah. I drank very early with my parents. My parents were... <laughs> they made a lot of mistakes as parents. I can say that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it happens, man. It turned um, out all right. I got there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it took the long road, but I got there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we could um <clears throat> before we get to the game we could we could end this segment on a positive note proof okay. that not all heroes wear capes okay because some of them wear baltimore ravens jerseys oh ravens star tight end mark andrews mm-hmm. apparently played a pretty significant life-saving role by helping a woman during a mid-air flight medical emergency Oh, wow. Woman passes out on the plane, blood pressure plummeting. Uh, th- luckily, there was, a, there was a nurse and a doctor on the plane, but they couldn't figure, they were like sort of puzzled, didn't know what was happening. Her vital signs were dropping. Every, like uh, all the witnesses on the plane said, this was like a legitimate, scary situation. Mm. And then all of a sudden, big ass Mark Andrews stands up <laughs> and goes, hey guys, um, is it, Maybe it's possible she's diabetic. If you want, like I, I have. He's had apparently he's had diabetes since he was a kid, mm, uh, and he was like, I, I have a want. testing, I have a testing uh, machine in my carry-on bag. I can teach you how to use it. And apparently that was it. And then the doctor and the nurse knew what to do at that point, and the whole thing kind of turned around right there. Wow, <clears throat> pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. He's gonna build Shout my fantasy out. team next year. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Now Uh-oh. I have to warn you about that. I, no, 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 no. Two years in a row, I've had Mark Andrews on my fantasy <laughs> team, and I can tell you that it's your fault. It's like half you get you get it you get what you're looking for for about half the season because inevitably okay. there's some kind of an injury or the mm-hmm. or the offense goes haywire or something, yeah. or, and then all of a sudden Isaiah Likely pops in, and I'm like. They, just stop passing it to Mark Andrews. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so it's like, I love the guy, but he's not. Mm. Thank whatever. you for keeping me, yeah, keeping yeah. my head in the game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. But yeah, so I don't know. I figured before we pick, like we could talk about the game a little bit. Yeah. Um, For me, in some ways, I feel like these teams are... It's weird. I feel like these two teams, the Chiefs and the 49ers, they're similar but in different ways this year. Um, the Chiefs didn't have the year that we expected them to have on offense until no. until more so kind of recently. And the 49ers rolled for most of the season with the exception of that massive speed bump in the middle of the season. They lost like three straight or something like that? Yeah, they lost three in a row. Uh, but Debo and McCaffrey were out, I believe. Yeah. And even their playoff wins, the 49ers, um, mm. to get to the Super Bowl, have been less than convincing. Um, I'm not sure who's responsible for that. But, uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> some, things <are> just <laughs> some things just can't be known. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about these two teams in general? Uh, as I said all year, that the, the 49ers easily have the best roster, which got which got boosted even more with a midseason trade to get uh, uh, Chase. Uh, what's his mm, fucking name? Chase Young. Chase Young, mm. uh, who's who's on the other side of Bosa, mm. and it's just like it's turned into even more uh, a more dynamic defensive line. They have. One of the best middle linebackers in the league. They have one of the best cornerbacks in the league. All these on defense, and that's before we start talking about uh, the the triple threat on the offensive side of the ball. And then a quarterback mm. who now is uh, become a threat with his legs. Mm. So I, I could just, they can attack you in so many ways. And one of the best, uh, like it or not, one of the best offensive minds in the game um, as well at the mm. helm. So, which could get in his own way, overthinking it and stuff. But it might have been, it might be easier for him if he had a more limited offense. But maybe he's just trying to flex it on him uh, too much. But uh, it's, I just feel like that 49ers team is just like built to win. The, everything is there for them to just be a buzzsaw. And they began the season as a buzzsaw. But the defense has mm. just slowly become come down to earth throughout the entire season and playoffs. And looking more vulnerable, the like it's like almost like they peaked too soon. Even after getting Chase, it feels like they still like lost a step somehow. And I don't know, yeah. there's no injury to point to or anything. Is like, or maybe they just got figured out type of thing. I don't know. Well, apparently, lately the 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 flaw or the fly in the ointment, if you will, is that it appears possible to to run. On mm-hmm. the 49ers. Uh, yeah. so maybe speed, maybe um, the defensive speed has been their forte, and then you go right at that. Normally, that's the that's the antidote. Is to- I was reading, I was reading some things about them, or uh, or no, I was listening to Mina Kimes' show or something like that, and they were talking about how the 49ers are the one team that um, they just don't generally they play with a very light box, mm-hmm. um, and they don't. You know, I mean, I guess maybe they feel like their defensive line is so talented that they can get away with that. Um, 
But they don't have like a uh, what's the guy's name in Pittsburgh? Fucking behemoth of a guy. They don't have one of those. They don't have a nose a nose tackle. <clears throat> oh right, I can't remember that guy's name, man. But some of the teams have that one nose tackle. Uh, Dolphins use what's his name, Christian Wilkins, like that, and Sealer. Right. They got somebody that up front that can just clog it up at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, the Packers have one too, man. You can just see it when you're watching the game, or or even like Aaron Donald, just very disruptive right up the middle. They don't mm-hmm. really have that. They're on the edge. Mm-hmm. And their middle is like the next level. That's when you got Dre Greenlaw and you got Fred Warner. But if you get there, then you've already got three, four yards. Once you yeah. get to those guys, so mm. that could well, be that's not, their vulnerability. And uh, it the, was the, funny because, like, I mean, we, obviously we can sit here and you know with hindsight and say that obviously the Forty ers beat the the Lions. But I remember before that game even started, people were predicting the Lions who who love to throw the ball across the middle mm-hmm. um, that they were probably going to have a rough day because, because yep. the 49ers have these two great linebackers mm-hmm. hanging out in the middle who are going to, who are going to fuck that shit up. And they did not do that. Certainly not in the first yeah. half. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I was um, thinking about that too. I'm glad you brought that up because um, the lions also have the best offensive line in football. Right. And you know, they can run that ball. And they are the best play action team in the league. Yeah. So a lot of that action before the pass opened up the middle. Jared Goff being so good with the play action mm. of where you gotta look for Gibbs or you gotta look for uh what's the other guy? Amon Ra. No, I mean uh the other running back. Oh, Montgomery. Montgomery. Uh mm. look for them. You gotta watch for them and now you're a step behind on uh one of the best, you know. <laughs> Uh, receivers and tight ends across the middle in the league is Amara mm-hmm. St. Brown and Laporta. Yeah. So that's a their offense is built to set that up and it just it worked because their responsibility because there's no big there's no big uh defensive tackle that they have to worry about that more. Right. But that means Kelsey look for him to have a big day then. Yeah. And also like I mean, the Chiefs have had a fairly decent offensive line this year. I think they're going to be without one of their key pieces. What's his name? Joe Tooney is not going oh, to play. He out? He's he's out. But that being said, I mean, Mahomes is clearly the best quarterback in the league is when it comes to especially just avoiding pressure. There just aren't a lot of quarterbacks who are as good as he is at resetting the pocket and avoiding a sack. Uh, but the one Super Bowl, one of the Super Bowls that he lost, I was only lost one. The one Super Bowl he lost, yep. they, had, they was, went in undermanned. It was because the he was running line. for his life, for yeah. sure, 100%. Offensive line was was messed up. They, had, they were missing like three, though, that mm-hmm. game. And then mm-hmm. they just got demolished, and he was making some great passes, too, and just like yeah, people had to make tough catches. I don't know how much to make of this, but – I'm actually a little concerned about the Kadarius Tony situation. Yeah. So obviously there's been a bit of a controversy in that, you know, Kadarius Tony has just been an absolute nightmare for them all year. Um, he did have an injury at one point, but then it seemed to be clear that the chiefs were like, 
pretending that he was still injured, even though he wasn't still injured, just to save his reputation, I guess. Mm. Mm. Um, but then apparently Kadarius Tony piped off on Instagram saying, like, I'm not – I shouldn't be on the injury report because I'm not injured. So it became quite clear that he was kind of a healthy scratch. And now that that is kind of out in the public sphere, I'm a little worried that the Chiefs are going to put him on the field. I'm a little worried they're going to put him out there just to save face and he's going to do something stupid again. Or he'll be conscious of it and not fuck up. Or, you know, and then the, the, the end, other end up being a redemption story. <laughs> and that's the weird thing with the chiefs. Like he, you know, the guy who you think might be the biggest problem on the field might be the MVP. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. I mean, he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl last year running the wrong yeah. Route, <laughs> oddly enough. But this didn't Mahomes like see it? Like, uh, like we're gonna run this no matter what. Like, this yeah, it's gonna work. Yeah, so just fucking yeah. stay over there. You're in the wrong place. I didn't even. I forgot about that. That was him. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, guy. it was funny. Um, I'm completely over this whole Mahomes versus Purdy debate. The future goat versus Mister Irrelevant. Uh, is no. he a lead or is it? Uh, they're putting too much. Yeah. Putting too much into this. Um, even Cam Newton has chimed in. Have you heard what he had yeah. to say about Purdy? He's been talking shit about Purdy he all year. He's right. He's right. He he is he is he's right. annoying, but he's right. He's he like, is. He, the guy he is said not, Purdy not, is not even the tenth best player on his own team. That's true. Which which may be true, but I'm just not sure that a quarterback who what did he have like three double digit win seasons? Is this really the guy that needs to be? He was a league MVP. Skiff once. He, I looked up his his career. He literally won more than ten games three times his whole career. It, all the other can you years, name can you name a, a a Carolina Panthers receiver that was dope that he had besides Steve Smith? Uh, well, I was gonna say Steve Smith. <laughs> uh, well, let me say Steve Smith. <laughs> I'm saying it's not like he had a like ballers around him. He sure. was carrying that team, man. Of course he was. I of mean, he can he talk. Was. He can talk. Yeah, he's also the peak of what Josh Allen will be. So <laughs> that's a good point. Did you also? He also said that he was on Good Morning Football about a week or two ago, and they asked him if he would ever come back into the league. And he said, at this point, the only team I'm willing to play for is the Falcons. I was like, uh, <laughs> no thanks, <laughs> no thank you, no thanks, no thanks. thanks. No thanks. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> You know, it's funny. It's like, it, it's always hard. I feel like, it, again, we, it's, we say it all the time, but it's like, it's so hard in a game like this to doubt Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Even even though they yeah, do and you, not. You'd be mad at yourself if you do. It's like, they, all right. They don't, it feels like my brain is telling me that he's outmatched. Last week told us a lot. Hmm. Last week, they should have, it's like, okay. They're going to lose this game. And then they go in there like gangbusters in that first half. However, they did not mm. score in the second half. The offense mm. did not mm-hmm. score. The team didn't score in the second half. But that tells you it's good-ass defense. I mean, they there are so they many. Didn't, they didn't face the 49ers <laughs> offense, though. There are so many reasons to compare this Chiefs team or this era of Chiefs football to the Patriots, to right? The second, their no, the first one, the first <laughs> Patriots installation where 
they won with the field goal kicker. Vinatieri. They just had to get in field goal range. That's all we need. Defense right. will take care of it. This isn't that 07 Patriots team that's just going to fucking blow you off the field. Right. And only lose one game all year, which was the Super Bowl. Right. But this is that early Patriots that's like grimy, gritty, fucking mm. good luck. Uh, it's all coaching and and not making mistakes and do your job football. This isn't uh, razzle-dazzle. Even right. though it's more razzle-dazzle with Andy Reid, he's just a more razzle-dazzle type of coach. Mm. So it's hard to go against him. But I feel like either way, I'll be like, of course it went like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the if the 49ers come out and they just – there's no answer for them and they win the game by four points because the, the Chiefs were trying to keep up, that wouldn't surprise me. But if the Chiefs – defense strangles out the 49ers in the second half and the Chiefs score 10 points in the second half and win the game by what three points Mm. that wouldn't surprise me either a blowout either way would surprise me yeah but if there's a blowout I would say it would be the 49ers blowing them out because the Chiefs can't keep up but I can't see anybody scoring a bunch of points on this Chiefs defense Mm. and we all refuse all of us refuse to acknowledge that this Chiefs, quote-unquote, Patrick Mahomes team is really the defense that's carrying it. Yeah. We want to say this quarterback is, is Mahomes <laughs> versus Purdy, but it's not, man. Mm. It's Spagnolo versus Shanahan. I I think that Mahomes will do Mahomes things like always. Oh, yeah. Um, it's what's needed. But I do think the defense will be the reason why they – win this game yeah. if if that's yeah. the way it turns out. That being said, I don't know why, but I have a funny feeling that this is going to be an Isaiah Pacheco game. Oh yeah. I got a I got a strong Pacheco feeling about this game. Hmm. I like it. I'm not going to say he's MVP cuz if they win they're giving it to Mahomes, but or Kelsey. The the NFL would come all over themselves. Oh my God! Add that to the their, conspiracy pile. Yeah. They'll come all over their sweatpants because I can see this being. <laughs> I can see this being a Travis Kelsey, twelve reception, hundred and thirty yard game. Four touchdowns. Not four, but I can see it be two touchdowns. You know, he's he's been a kind of a front runner, not front runner, but first half player mm. lately. So I can see him getting them started and then the stat line coming in at the end where he still gets eight more catches after his two touchdowns. He gets eight more catches that are just kind of critical, a third down catch, a, a tough catch to put them in field goal range to win the game type of thing. Mm. Uh, I can see that. but um, And then he can get it. I mean, Edelman got him a, 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 MV, MV, a Super Bowl uh, MVP. Mm, that's true. What's his name? Another one in the Brady era, Troy Brown. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He had him eleven catches and got him a. That's true. A Super Bowl MVP. So, and that didn't take away from Brady's legacy, Mm-mm. except for for somebody like me who was saying he was trash. That was just like uh, he can't. He's a game be, manager. Yeah, he's a game manager, man. He's throwing the ball to Edelman, fucking Troy Brown, and uh, Vinatieri's winning the game on a field goal. Hmm. Hmm. So I can see that happening, man. I can see Travis Kelsey winning it, and I can see I can also see there's a world where Christian McCaffrey catches a little 
Texas route, fakes out one player, and he's gone to the house. And then he runs one in from the three-yard line and gets uh, MVP. Hmm. Yeah. But if if Purdy plays like he did the last game, or if he runs like he did the last game, it could be a problem. Yeah. I can't remember if the Chiefs do like a pass-off zone, right? They don't play much, man, right? True. Yeah. If that's the case, then he's probably not going to get as many rushing yards. Mm-mm. I, I mean, I just, you know, I look up and down. Again, I, I just keep coming back to the roster, and I, I lean yeah. 49ers. Yeah, uh, exactly. If I think about coaching, I obviously lean mm-hmm. Andy Reid, which yeah. I think even if I didn't have the Kyle Shanahan thing, I think that's a fair assessment. One of the best ever. <laughs> um, he took – Man, think about these, how many championship games. Hmm. If you think about the Eagles, his tenure at the Eagles, it was insane. Yeah. And now with the Chiefs, like wherever he goes, he's been on both side, both conferences. Hmm. In the final, you know, the, in hmm. the conference championship game, both times, more than, what, five times in a row? Hmm. It's insanity. It's crazy. And with different quarterbacks with the Eagles. Yeah. He did it with McNabb and Vic. Yep. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, he's cool, special. Man. Yeah, he's special, man. And uh he's he's kinda old though. He might he might hang it up, but uh he's right on Belichick's Hills. Well that would be really interesting to see what happens to the Patrick Mahomes career without Andy Reid. That would be a big decision for the Chiefs, but uh that's what would have been interesting if Eric Bieniemy stayed on the roster, but they're really trying to get him hired as a head coach. It seems like, like go somewhere. Well, maybe they bring him back. He's unemployed. Mm, oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's crazy. I mean, he, it's it's timing too. He just got the the raw end of being out there now, just getting out there. Hmm. He should have resigned when he when the writing was on the wall for the. Uh, like when when Rivera was out there, yeah, start applying for jobs. Well, yeah, do you want to pick this like game? I, lost. I feel like I lost, man, <clears throat> already. And flip them, pick them. You you had a rough week last week. You got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. Zero out of thirty. Zero out of thirty. He got cute and picked the Lions. Sticking me with the 49ers, which I didn't want. I didn't pick the line. No, you you picked the line. You picked the 49ers. Oh, I did. Okay, yeah. You pick, I, Oh, you got cute. I picked the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, this one I got cute. Hmm. Hmm. So that means it's my turn to flip. Mm-hmm. Calling it in the air. Let's go. All right. Here we go. And flip. Tails. Tails never fails, baby. Let's go. I do not want to win this. I regret to inform you. It is tails. Oh, okay. But I can <laughs> I can choose not to pick, right? <laughs> That's true. Actually, you can. You can choose not to pick. You know what? I feel like mm. I'm going to choose not to pick because... I feel the poetic justice of you picking against the 49ers and then them winning 
And then that being why I won feels good. <laughs> it's a storyline that I'm here for. Just so I could just ask you, like, why you did it. You know? <laughs> this is some, like, reverse psychology over here. I love it. Uh, so I'm going to let Skiff make this final call. You've been leading the whole way. This won't even be, like, like you won the regular season. You beat hmm. my ass in the playoffs. For me hmm. to win only on this game hmm. would be one of the reasons to maybe have a competition committee meeting <laughs> <laughs> after this. <laughs> so go ahead, man. Skip, what do you think is going to happen? Well, obviously, you gave me the pick because you knew that there was not a snowball's chance in hell <laughs> that I was going to pick Kyle Shanahan. To win this game, but and does it end? Like, does it? Is it possible that it ends? Like, if Shanahan wins the Super yeah. Bowl, uh-huh. could your hate end? No. Could it be that this guy outgrew that stigma of the coach that can't do it in your eyes? No, because he's got the best <clears throat> roster. Whatever he does at this point is irrelevant to the harm that he caused. Mm. My Falcons. Right, but picking against them is not, you're not picking for the hope. Okay, all right. You can't, I mean, you can't I, remove the heart from it. No. Okay. And and if yeah. he, I, I can say this, like, I, I could adjust my take on, Sh- like, I mean, I, I mean, I've said this many times before. I think Kyle Shanahan is a good football coach. Okay. I'm not, I've never said he's a bad coach. But I would argue that, you know, he, He's too. How do we say it down south? He's, he's, uh, he's uh, too big for his britches. Oh, that's just what I was thinking. Too big. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's too big for his britches in a big spot. He thinks he knows what he's mm. doing, and he fucking steps yeah. on his own dick. Uh, so I predict that that will continue. Mm. I don't predict. I'm not predicting another double digit collapse. Okay. Um, but what I am predicting is that the Chiefs will win this football game. Mm. And I think they will win it. I think they're going to win it comfortably. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a blowout. But I do think the final score will be 28 to 13. 28 to 13. I think we're going to see multiple turnovers from the 49ers. We're going to see at least one fumble and maybe two picks. Okay. And it's going to prevent them from putting points on the board. Chiefs defense is going to stand up. They'll give them a touchdown and a couple of field goals, and that's about it. Wow. Well, so I get the favorite. What do you, I, I just, I don't know why I just decided 28 to 13, but that's a, that's like, that's got a beat down. What do you think the score is going to be? That's a beat down, bro. Yeah. Losing by two touchdowns. Hmm. I'm going to say. You know what? I think that's a. Thirteen seems low in a game like this. I'm going to say. Twenty-eight to twenty-three. So I'm keeping the twenty-eight. 
Mm. But I'm going 23. You know what? No, 17. 17 to 24. 49ers. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's going to be... They get like a a fourth quarter explosion. Hmm. Or some botched defensive assignment or something that they pulls them ahead and then the Chiefs the clock runs out as they're trying to make that last drive to tie the game up to take it to overtime. Mm. But I think 17 is the key. I feel like the Chiefs they've not been putting up points, man. Mm. So if the if the 49ers crack the case of that strong Kansas City defense. Yeah. And then nowadays in NFL, putting up twenty four points, nothing to to hang your head on, hang hang your head at these days. Mm. So Chiefs defense doing all they can, offense can't really do it. Seventeen points is where they max out, and it's where they lose it. I can see that. I can see that. Mm. What, what's your prediction for the Usher halftime show? Oh, I've heard people talking about the first song. I think he's got to end on. I think it's gonna be got to have a surprise guest. Uh huh. So, hmm. Usher's from Atlanta. Yes, he is. And he's a performer, like he moves and stuff like that. I think. Don't be surprised if we see Ciara. Hmm. Okay. And. Watch out for Kiki Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody gotta, say that your boyfriend's looking for me. Yeah. I think Kiki Palmer's going to make an appearance just to stick it to the baby daddy. That would be dope. Because you heard about Do you that think song. he's going to open with his... I feel like he's not going to open with the song that... Yeah, 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 nah, yeah. No, he can't yeah. open with yeah. Let's say close. Yeah. You got to close Maybe with that, close right? with Yeah. Or you got to, or maybe close with a ballad. Uh, but I think he's going to be um, nice and slow, would be good. I don't think he'll play that, though. <laughs> Seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope if it came out like that. Cause, uh, but it could be. Uh, he's got so many, like, ballads. Like, you got it bad. You got, but you got, he got to have some tempo when it comes out. So it might be. Something like uh, you remind me. Dun, 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 what about what about Justin Bieber as a as a special mm, guest? I like that. Don't do they have a song together? Well, he basically discovered Justin Bieber. I mean, he discovered Justin. He Bieber started like putting songs on YouTube mm, on and YouTube, stuff, yeah, and yeah. and Usher scooped him up and brought him to Atlanta and turned him into a star. Mm, yeah. So he made Justin Bieber more or less. Uh, so that's a possibility. Um, I can't think of a song they had together. Maybe, maybe, but I, I, Bieber coming out would be fun. I like Justin Bieber. Could that's he bring good. out? Could he bring out the DJ Khaled crew and they do "All I Do Is Win"? Is Usher on that song? No, but Ludacris. Ludacris is. Ludacris, He's not, that's another Atlanta con- connection. Ludacris and Usher because they're on Yeah together. Exactly. So Lil John gotta make an appearance. Yeah. 
You gotta have Lil John come out. Gotta have New Orleans in the building. I know that um, he just he had a Vegas residency. Uh, if, they, if if little little John's from New Orleans, right? Little John's from Atlanta. Is he? Who am I thinking of? Master P, maybe. No. Oh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Yeah. I've mixed up my Lils. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many Lils out there. Lil Wayne, all these Lil, Lils, man. Lil, Lil, Lil Pump, Lil yep. this, Lil that. Lil Young Jeezy. <laughs> everyone's Lil. Yeah. Lil, Lil Goat. <laughs> Mahomes is going to start by going, going by Lil, Lil Goat. Lil, Lil Goat. Brady's big Lil. goat. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it because Usher is one of our most talented uh, performers. Eight town down. Mm. <laughs> so Let's go. Down. I think it's gonna be real dope. I, I he might. I mean, I still say my top Super Bowl performance is Prince. Yeah. Uh, but then the Michael Jackson's got a strong one. I feel Beyonce's like the one got a strong one. I feel like the Beyonce. Bruno Mars one was yes. also goes into my top five. Yeah, um, we got some good ones. <clears throat> where they did Rihanna's uh, was good. Where last they year. did that mashup mm-hmm. of what's that song where it's okay, ladies, let's get in formation, and they kind of mm-hmm. they, they mashed it up with Uptown Funk. Yeah. I mean, that was that was those two are so fucking talented. It's crazy. Let's not forget that whole Dr. Dre uh, Super Bowl. I was. I was disappointed. The performance was great, but I was disappointed by the actual setup. Yeah, because it was it was obviously for TV. Yeah, it was not yeah, like it, it wasn't it, concert friendly. Like yeah. half of the audience couldn't even. Yeah, yeah. That I just felt like that. I that bugged me a little bit. Um, I love Doctor struggling Jerry. to do a sit up. Drop him in upside down. <laughs> he looked like he had uh, all the blood was in his head for real. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like he was saying gulp. Gulp, gulp, showed it. <laughs> I hope gulp. you're right about the Kiki Palmer thing. I think that would be fun. You got to do that. You got to troll that. Uh, he's been doing this uh, residency that everybody's been talking about, but he's been bringing out superstars just popping out of nowhere at his Vegas residency. Oh, man. So it's going like, uh, to be interesting to see who he brings out. It'll be he's cool. great, man. And then, you know, the, the dancing is going to be fantastic. Uh. Yeah. There's a and there's there's a lot of like weird bets out there for like the Gatorade color, right? I feel like it's got to be red. I just feel like if both teams wear red, it's like you got to have red Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, and the Star Spangled Banner, it's gonna be Reba McIntyre, I believe. Yeah, they are doing. They got Reba McIntyre doing the national anthem. I forget who it was. All verses. <laughs> I forget who's doing. Lift every voice and sing. They're doing the lift every voice and sing. Yeah, but I can't remember who was doing. I need it. to stop this shit. And then, and then Kiki I guess Palmer just, is doing lift every voice. <laughs> and then Post Malone is going to do America. The beautiful America, the beautiful. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. From sea to Shannon sea. Uh, are they doing a flyover? I, I'm sure they are, but it's a dome, so I'm not, you know. <laughs> That's great. I, I mean, they'll it. do it for TV, obviously, because they always do that. So stupid. Mm. I predict the flag will be large enough to cover the whole field. 
That's yeah. a prediction. <laughs> we got to salute our servicemen and women of the You know, it's funny. We, we watched, have you seen Trevor Noah's latest? Uh, no, I haven't Sando watched it yet. I will check it's it out. Net. He does this funny joke that I never really thought about. <clears throat> he was like, you know, the, the national anthem, America is the only country that sings the national anthem at their sporting events when there's not another country involved. <laughs> That's a good point. I was what, like, what are you trying to prove? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I never thought of it that way. I thought that was kind of funny. That is a good point. We're dumb. What can <laughs> yeah. I say? Yeah. Well, I'm excited about the Super Bowl. Uh, Skiff, come on out, man. I got all the, I got my fentanyl uh, ready for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the party. It's cold enough here. So let's go out with a bang, man. <laughs> yeah. If you guys, if I, if, if I, if I go missing, just go try to find me in the streets of Bredang, <laughs> high on fentanyl, somewhere outside of Jonathan's apartment. <laughs> I'm going to sleep for three days. I'll tell y'all Wednesday. We'll figure out whatever happened after the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's crazy. He's like, oh man, I miss work for two days. <laughs> Wakes up late for work and he's got that, that report that was due on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Why are there three people dead? It's in my Wednesday. It's like, you're not shocked that it's <laughs> Wednesday? <laughs> Crazy. As you do. Slept for three mm. days. As you mm. do. Mm-hmm. All right, man. This has been fun, man. I get sad because it's almost the end. It's almost mock draft season, baby. Let's go. <laughs> get your mock drafts ready, baby. When we get back, we'll be talking about. The Super Bowl, how it was, and why the 49ers won. It's been Jonathan Rollins. <laughs> All right, Al Shanahan's fault. <laughs> What's been about? Peace. Later, y'all. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.